You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Professor Angela Taft from the Judith Lumley Center for Mother, Infant and Family Health Research at La Trobe University to discuss the recent nursing network on Violence Against Women International Conference. Thank you for joining me, Angela. A pleasure. One of the focuses for the conference was exploring a systematic response to family violence across the healthcare system. What role might nurses and midwives play in that? Well, nurses and midwives are absolutely vital. Many governments now are recognising, as the World Health Organisation has done, that because abused women have worse health and worse reproductive outcomes than women who don't experience family violence, that they go to healthcare systems much more often. And so that means that, particularly when they're pregnant, because women in their reproductive ages are more vulnerable, not less, to intimate partner violence, which is um, one of the most pervasive and damaging forms of family violence, um, that they go to their nurses and midwives, to their antenatal clinics, uh, to their general practice nurses, to mental health nurses, to um, drug and alcohol nurses, but particularly, you know, universally, um, to antenatal and to maternal and child health nurse services um, very frequently. We also know um, that nurses and midwives, generally speaking, haven't up until this point been well-trained in their undergraduate curriculum or in their um, professional development uh, to respond effectively, sympathetically, and to actually have the resources to respond to women and to support them in the way that we know best. And so that was one of the purposes of this conference. So nurses and midwives are fundamental to this problem. And as such, they've been recognised by governments in Australia and by the World Health Organisation, who has brought out clinical guidelines, you know, to um, and actually now practice manual um, for healthcare professionals uh, to assist them and to assist the government supporting them uh, to respond in the most effective evidence-based way. You said that, that while there has been some work done, there is more, more to be done. And you said what, what's missing in this space is the, the critical link between healthcare workers and the services that, that can help those experiencing domestic violence. Why is this link so important? Because nurses and midwives can't be held responsible for solving the problem. This problem is a societal problem, and, and as such, therefore, it needs police, the legal system, family violence services to whom, if the women are ready, nurses and midwives can actually refer women and their children. So it, it needs to be a societal response. And up until now, we haven't really fully understood either how best to do that um, and how to, therefore then, train nurses and midwives um, in what they can do and what is available in the wider service system to support their work, um, because otherwise it can feel just overwhelming to healthcare professionals, you know, um, because they might feel they have to fix it, because in fact in healthcare professional training, in, in the sort of biomedical system, you're trained to diagnose, to respond and to treat. But it's a much more complex, wicked problem when you're talking about uh, domestic and family violence. And, and whilst it's, it's very clearly damaging uh, to women and children and to family health, um, 
healthcare professionals need that wider service system to be functioning, to be connected, to be linked, to have protocols and um, and effective systems and data collection. You know, for society to be able to manage this problem, we need to support our nurses and midwives better for them to know what to do and and importantly, and then specifically how we address this in the conference, what's the evidence about how to do it best? What what else is needed to, to help bridge those two areas and, and ensure people who confide in nurses and other health professionals are referred on for specialist help? What were some of the, the potential solutions or, or partial solutions explored at the conference? Yes, well, we were incredibly fortunate. We had... Um, uh, Dr. Claudia Garcia Moreno, who now she is the woman who's conducted for the World Health Organization uh, the multi-country studies that looked at the prevalence of this problem across the globe in comparable ways. Um, and she led the work on the um, uh, clinician guidelines and on the manual, and she continues to do so. And we had some of the really leading nurse academics from around the world, from Johns Hopkins in America, um, from McMaster and other universities in Canada. Um, so those people, particularly our visiting nurse academics, they brought the latest evidence. For example, there is work that's been going on for a very long time in the Nurse Family Partnership. Now, these are home visiting interventions by nurses to target vulnerable families and to work out or to look at the evidence whether the kind of nurse family partnership that is being and has been trialed and randomised controlled trials is effective in reducing, um, well, in these cases, um, in the initial studies, it was to reduce the number of pregnancies a vulnerable mother had and to um, improve her birth outcomes and to improve the outcomes um, in school and in delinquency of her children. Now that was shown to be effective, for example, but not when there was chronic domestic violence. And so my colleagues in Canada have been um, developing an intervention for the nurse family partnership that is specifically targeted towards responding more effectively to family violence. And so they brought that that work here. There's also um, an initiative that's being trialled in Queensland or being developed um, specifically targeting um, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander families. So it's an Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander nurse family specific partnership. And so they were presenting that evidence. Um, and so there were a whole lot of, you know, different um, interventions and studies that are being conducted that were presented. And I, I always think part of the best thing of a conference is all the networks that are made. And I guess the other thing I would emphasise in our interview is that the Nursing Network on Violence Against Women International is a small, wonderful mentoring organisation and it has the top scholars from around the world. Um, and it's just a, a great thing now. It's, it's been very North American focused. That's to say that the originators of this um, particular organisation came out of... Um, you know, Johns Hopkins University, Texas Women's University, from their nursing, nurse faculties. And so it's been very North American strong, and we're trying to encourage um, engagement and involvement from uh, nursing faculty and nursing scholars and nurse practitioners in Australia and the Asia-Pacific region. We had a great contingent from, um, from New Zealand, but um, I'd really love to encourage uh, 
my Australian nursing and midwifery colleagues to really engage with the Nursing Network on Violence Against Women. Um, this conference is held um, sort of biannually, every 18 to 24 months, generally speaking, going from the Northern to the Southern Hemisphere. And so I, um, we are based in the School of Nursing Midwifery at La Trobe, so we have sponsored this with a view to encouraging our colleagues in Australia to, to be involved. One of the advantages of this is um, we certainly, but um, we would like to engage with our other colleagues in other colleges to develop undergraduate nurse curricula uh, that um, deal specifically with what's the best way to train nurses and nurses and midwives to identify and respond effectively to violence um, and also, you know, what kind of continuing professional development is the most effective. There's very little evidence about that. So there's a lot of work to be done and um, it would be great to have um, more engagement from around Australia. What are the some of the key messages you hope conference attendees took away uh, from the event? Um that this issue is a very critical one currently and the governments are turning their attention now, finally, and in Victoria and specifically after the Royal Commission, but not only, um, in the third National Violence Against Women you know, policy that's just been released by Australian Federal Government. There again is a focus on health, the role of the healthcare professionals. That this, it, We can't ignore this issue, that um, there are... There is, you know, a considerable amount of evidence um, and growing evidence about what we can do effectively, but um, but it needs a partnership between nursing midwifery and the rest of the healthcare system, and we need to engage the rest of the healthcare system, from the the leaders and CEOs down to the, you know, to um, the nurse on uh, and mid, midwife on the ward. Uh, to look, you know, to gain the skills necessary to respond effectively. Um, otherwise, we're just going to have, you know, continued um, misery in our pages every time you open the newspaper and see yet another woman killed. You know, there are just better ways to do it and better ways to support the women and their families. Thank you again for joining me, Angela. Pleasure.